Hello everyone and welcome to A Turn of Events. I'm so excited that you're joining us again, uh, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nath, the CEO and Creative Director of Nath Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City, but we do events worldwide. We are starting to do tons of events. It's so exciting. Business is crazy and we're just really excited to help everybody. We do virtual, live, and hybrid. So if you still, we are still, we just signed a virtual event this week. Uh, people are still doing them, but most of our clients are doing live. So if you're interested and want to do events, we do corporate, social, nonprofit, weddings. We have several weddings this year. Normally I do mostly corporate and nonprofit, but we have several and they're coming up in the next month and we're really excited about it. We're finally uh, getting live events out there. So people are excited. If you are a wedding or event planner and you are looking to start your own business, join us over at the Event Planner Society Facebook group. We have tons of great content. I do free workshops where I offer so much information, 30 years of my experience in the industry. I share so many great tips. There's a great community over there. We have over a thousand people in the Facebook group in just a short period of time. So Event Planner Society, join us over there. And I want to welcome all of our friends from LinkedIn. This is our first time we are going live on LinkedIn and very excited to be on LinkedIn. And we're also on Facebook. So there's a lot of great places here and a lot of great people who are watching and we're so excited. My next guest is Mariah Brown. Mariah is a Yale-trained certified nurse midwife with her master's in nursing and undergraduate in marketing. She has attended, uh, she, I'm sorry, she has been attending births for 21 years midwifing women through chapters of transition and has managed women's health clinics in Hawaii and Oregon since 2007. She's the creator and CEO of Beyond the Red Tent and Beyond Health International and has owned a nutritional a nutrition franchise since 2007. We are going to talk about quick tips for personal for, so for professional women to increase energy focus and hormonal vitality. Welcome, Mariah. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> of course, happy to be here. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. So um, really exciting things. What is Beyond the Red Tent? Talk about oh, what that is. Yeah, great question. Beyond the Red Tent is a online platform to bring women together. I vet uh, experts and products and bring them to the marketplace. The Red Tent was a book written years ago. It's kind of the, the theory is it was a space where women would come together when they were bleeding, birthing, and aging, just a platform for women. And I felt like as a women's health provider, often women would come to me and the questions that they were asking were valid, but also what I heard behind the scenes was I've, I've lost my conversations with my aunties and my grandmothers and my friends about things that felt like we need to be talking about, miscarriages and menopause and sadness and uh, transitions into puberty, all of the above. And so I created this online platform. We've got just about 14,000 women in this space. That's great. That's great. And so maybe I'll bring you in and, and inter interview you too. I would love to. I'm a, I'm past the menopause stage, believe it or not. So I know I'm so young. <laughs> you look so young. I am past it. And I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have to uh, go through some crazy stuff with it. But 
I also prepared ahead of time, you know, eating well. And mm -hmm. I, I sort of wanted to make sure that I was going to be prepared because I had so many friends that went through it and it was a nightmare for them. And they started young and it was years and years of it. And I just thought, oh gosh, that's a scary thing. But I think yeah. I'm on the other side of it. So yes. um, some of that is genetic, but some yes. of that is also, uh, yes. you know, and even our genes, we can sh right. shift on our lifestyle. So yeah, I would do a lot of work with women in, in that chapter of life. Yeah, I think just, you know, preparing for it and just, you know, really taking care of yourself beforehand makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. I also didn't have children. So I don't know if that made a difference. Who knows? You never know what it is. Everybody's so different, but I'm very happy to not have had to go through it anymore because <laughs> for a couple of years there, it wasn't that fun. Okay. So um, what do you see commonly in professional women who have big goals, but they are also struggling hormonally and physiologically? Right. Well, I think that what I know is that we, as women, we will go and do and care for all things. Yes. We will work our tail ends off and create amazing stuff, perpetually move our goalposts, especially for those of us that are professional and wanting to create big things in our lives. Yes. And often we forget to simply put on our own oxygen mask first. And I know that's kind of cliche, but it's very true. And what happens is we can either um, invest now with time, money, and energy in our actual physiological well-being, or we can pay later. And what I often see is women coming to me and now they've crashed and it affects everything. It affects how we show up in our relationships. It affects how we show up as mothers and daughters and granddaughters. And it obviously shows up in our marriages if we're in relationships, as well as how we're able to pour into our professional development. So what I see is women are exhausted. Yeah. I see women are fried and they're burning the candle at both ends. And what ends up happening is then their gut health is affected and they come to me with constipation and diarrhea and stomach upset. And they come to me with crazy irritability and new PMS and a really intense experience of perimenopause and menopause. And they're going, what's happened? And they're not sleeping well at night. They're waking up exhausted, going to sleep exhausted. They're putting on extra weight, feeling toxic and not understanding what's going on. Right. And so, yes, I believe in, in entrepreneurs and professional women growing professionally and, and, and offering up their zone of genius in a really big and profound way out in the world. But we also have to actually fill up our own cup. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, you know, especially... With the, so I run an event business, as almost everybody knows these days, and it is one of the most stressful, um, especially as we start getting busier and busier. But um, so I, you, oh, I have to take care of myself. I have to drink a ton of water. I have to eat right. I've talked about this so many times. And, you know, just really, really taking care of myself is important because it's super stressful and uh, I've got to keep my head clear. So I try to, you know, I work out every day in the mornings. I try mm -hmm. to do that because it's a lot of stress going on. So there's a million things coming at me when I'm doing, you know, 20 events a year or more. So it gets to be a little crazy. So yeah. um, why do you think so many of us are tired these days? <laughs> kind of what I spoke to is we're, yeah. we're, we're simply doing too much. Yeah. When most women are not actually, they, most women, what I hear is, Listen, we all have 24 hours in our day and we're feeling pulled in so many directions. There's the onslaught of all of the messages that are coming on that we have to respond to, 
all of the juggling of kids and career. And so part of it is because our adrenals are exhausted. Yeah. And then we're eating the wrong foods. We're skipping meals. We're not actually taking the break to make sure that we're getting high octane fuel in our bodies and hydrating well, like you mentioned. Right. That's super. That's one of the really, just that alone is a really big thing. Yeah. Right. So simple things would be, you know, make sure you're hydrating and, and adding little things into your water, like lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt, you know, chia seeds, those things can make a big difference. And then really, it's so important that we're not skipping meals and we're really paying attention to how much sugar we're ingesting. And often what happens is women go to caffeine, thinking yeah. this is going to give me more energy. But I promise you, in the long run, it's actually quite depleting. Yeah. So it causes dehydration, inclusive, in, increases the adrenal fatigue, and then there's the crash and it affects sleep. So. Yeah. I, I think for, for me, I've been trained through the Institute of Functional Medicine. So it's how do we address things from a nutritional standpoint, a lifestyle standpoint, supplemental standpoint, and then mindset and energy. And women are tired because of all of it. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned coffee. I have, I never drink coffee. I had a mother who drank two pots a day. And mom, if you're listening, I'll love you to pieces. <laughs> the kid growing up. I'm the first born of four, and it was very strict in my home. Um, and so there was no coffee until you're an adult. And so because I didn't drink it, I just never got into it. And then I didn't go to college till late in life. So that wasn't something that I needed to get into. You know, a lot of people get into coffee when they're in college to stay up to study. But and then my sister was drinking it at like nine. So, it just, you know, my mom gave up after like four kids. But um, so I never drink it. I am I wake up naturally, but I have to wait. It takes me a while to wake up. I don't just like wake up and I'm awake and ready to go. And I have I do have some tea, um, but it's you know it, that's not anything that's it's chamomile. So it's really the opposite of what it's supposed to do. So what are some things that you can do that can increase um, our energy other than coffee? Yeah. So, um, and, and coffee, so caffeine sleep sneaks in, in other ways too, not just coffee. Yeah. Often when I do a review of women's supplements, they don't realize, but there's lots of caffeine sneaking in and the things that they're kind of taking and not realizing. Right. Um, and, um, I'm a big advocate of adaptogens. Cordyceps is one C O R D Y C cordyceps. It's actually comes from a mushroom, but it's great for stamina. Um, the other thing regarding waking up slowly, you know, one, is it some underlying adrenal fatigue? So what happens for when you wake up first thing in the morning is your cortisol is naturally going to spike, particularly when you're exposed to the sunlight. Yeah. We want our cortisol to rise in the morning and that helps us prepare for the day when you look at a 24 hour cortisol curve. Um, and so in order to ensure that that's happening, we can't skip breakfast. Okay. There's lots of people doing intermittent fasting. I'm totally fine with that. If you stop caloric intake within four hours before four hours of going to bed, but in the morning, we've got to get quality fiber, protein, and fat to help the um, source of cortisol spike. So there's that. The other thing just to highlight is there's something called sleep chronotype and they're actually linking it genetically. And so you might, and you might be just like me, I'm a bear. Okay. In my chronotype. And that means my ideal working hours really start at like 9 a.m. And so, but I can work late into the evening, even right. sometimes until one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, yeah, whereas someone else, same way. Yeah, so someone else might want to wake up at 4 a.m. 
So on one hand, there's lots that we can do to increase energy, hydrate well, increase your greens, like look on the planet. What's the pro most prolific color in the plant yeah. kingdom? It's green. Yep. So can you get greens in every meal that you're eating. Are you able to take the pause and actually allow yourself to breathe? Like yeah. I know it's, it's so silly, but it's free. You can do it anywhere you are. Just take a moment to actually fill your lungs and breathe. Yeah. That alone, yeah. if you just do that more often, you'd be blown away at what your, incre what your increased yeah. energy can look like. Um, and just acknowledging potentially your chronotype. Then there's always the gut health and adrenal health to address yeah. underlying. And then looking at where are you in your menstrual cycle. I understand that you're beyond menopause. Just because you're done bleeding does not mean that you don't have a cycle. Okay, you continue to have a cycle. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, sure. I, you know, I'm a very uh, passionate person, so I'm sure there's a lot of cycling going on there. But there's lots of cycling, and it generally will start mirroring the moon. So if you pay attention to the moon cycles, you'll see yeah, that you're the, still having a PMS week. I'm a cancer baby, so there's a lot of that going on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about astrology, but I do know that the moon pulls tides. Yeah. And, um, and so for some women, just simply becoming more aware of where are you in your menstrual cycle? And it, we cannot expect ourselves to be in a masculine nine to five model where we're going to perform exactly the same every day throughout the month. Okay. Right. It just simply doesn't work. Our desire for socialization, creativity, sexuality, energy, all shifts based on what, where we are in our monthly cycle. So anyway, I, I could talk forever. I'll stop there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I It's great information. So um, I hear you do, you do a lot of work with passion and vitality. How does that play into a professional achievement? Mm -hmm. So what I say is in my work, I help women move from exhausted to energized, balance their hormones, and feel turned on by their life, their lover, and themselves. And we have to remember that the word passion, particularly for women who have a loss in their libido, whether it's hormonal, whether it's from exhaustion, whether it's from past trauma, whatever it is, passion is passion. Okay, so passion can be how you're biting into a mango. It can be how you're watching the, the sunlight sparkle on the top of the water. Mm -hmm. It can be how you're experiencing real excitement and passion in the nature of the work that you're doing, as well as in the intimacy conversation. And for most women, we tend to exist predominantly in our heads. We're very good at it. We have diffuse awareness, right? We are aware of all things at all times, caring for all individuals. And just like we sometimes need a reminder to put on our own oxygen mask, yeah. we also need a reminder to get into our bodies and even feel, well, what does passion feel like from the perspective of smelling and tasting and, and hearing and seeing and feeling? And so what I want to say to women who are, I work predominantly with professional women as well that are, that are excited about the work, but we have to allow for passion to bubble up and over in all areas of our life. Right. And so when, for women, sometimes they'll come to me and they're really passionate about their work, but they're feeling very unfulfilled in their intimacy. Or maybe they feel like there's a blockage in their creativity or they feel really kind of um, trapped and like the world is caving in and anxious about the food that they're eating. And so we find ways to bring pleasure and passion 
starting with one and then moving into another. And what ends up happening is life becomes more abundant. Life becomes more vibrant in all areas. Relationships become stronger. Women start orgasming even more profoundly. Hopefully that's okay that I say this wherever this is being streamed. <laughs> say it as many times as you want. <laughs> orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. Exactly, all of that. In my team, I have a sexologist that's part of the program. And so we do, we do a deep dive into passion and vitality. And that plays out in our abundance professionally. Yeah. And, um, anyway. No, I, it's, listen, those are important things to have. You need to have them. They make you feel better, clear your head, relax you. I'm all about it. So health and cardiovascular well-being, all the above. Yeah, no, it's all part of, there's a reason we have our bodies do that. So it's important. I, I completely, uh, completely agree. And just to acknowledge on that, there's lots of women that don't know how, and they're afraid, no. to, they're yeah. afraid to say that. Yeah, I, a friend of mine recently just told me, that uh, one of her friends has never had one. And I just find that so, it's so sad. I think mm -hmm. that's just so sad to me, but um, mm -hmm. that's a whole nother subject. I'm sure we can talk about a whole subject on orgasms, but um, let, let's do it. All right, <laughs> so if a woman is listening and she is feeling seen, right? She's being, feeling seen by what you are saying, what can uh, she do about it? Yeah. So first, if you're like, what does that question mean? What I mean is if you feel like, wow, what she's saying is really how I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm exhausted. I'm feeling like all of a sudden. Especially now. Especially mm -hmm. now since, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's been locked down for a year or more. And yeah. they're whole with the kids. And their whole yeah. life has been upside down. And they've been, you know, trapped pretty much with the family, the, all the kids and the husband and the partners and the wives and whatever that looks like. Um, you know, it's 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 a really now is even more time to kind of really take care of yourself. Right. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to mention because it's so much more stressful right now. And every thank goodness that the kids are all getting back to school. But that mm -hmm. is I can only imagine my heart breaks for. The, the mothers and fathers that are out there taking care of these kids and you know it's just no relief so yeah. that's a big yeah. part. and anxiety levels have spiked depression disconnection um, yeah. inflammation is higher than ever thyroid dysfunction all these women their thyroids are crashing and it's all related right. and so if that's you if you're feeling like all of a sudden there's a veil between you and being able to access joy or connection or you're looking in yourself in the mirror and going i don't even recognize myself anymore then you know just know that you're in the right place we see you yeah and this is this is the woman that i work with the professional woman that's feeling exhausted feeling like their hormone hormones are out of whack and yet everywhere they've gone their provider says everything is normal but you're going i don't feel normal yeah. and i know that there's more out there for me and so I think your question is, is what to do with that. So um, yeah. I have a, fr a free workshop that I'm doing in August. That would probably be a great place to start. Um, right. And the link, I know Annette's going to share the link. Just register. It's just going to be an hour a day. Um, I'll, I'll just pour into women and give you more of kind of what we've already talked about, but in a more profound way. And I have a whole team, so the team will be on. And, and that's a great place to start. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we'll share the link. Uh, if we don't have it now, we will definitely share it. Um, for the free workshop. I love free workshops. I do them all the time. And it's like, you know, it's great stuff to teach people. 
right, so that's such a great way to serve. I don't know about you, Annette. I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, to be able to just pour into all women, anyone, everyone. Come on, we all deserve to have this. Right. Right. I coach uh, wedding and event planners on how to start a business, a wedding or event business. And there are men in there as well, uh, mostly women, but there are men. And so it's I just love it. I love to teach. I'm sure I over deliver and do all kinds of things I'm probably not supposed to. But um, but yes, I get it. And I can't help it because I start thinking about things and my I'm only supposed to go an hour. And sometimes I usually go about an hour and 20 minutes or more. Just because there's so much stuff. I can't teach all the stuff I've learned in 30 years in an hour and five hours, basically, throughout the week. So um, I can I, really, it's really fun. I love to teach. So and there's no such thing as over-delivering. In yeah, that. I know. But mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I don't want to, you never want to overwhelm, but it seems like sometimes I do. Okay. So so you're the hormone lady yeah. and you're Yale educated, which is so awesome. And yeah. you've been working with women and hormones for more than 14 years. What in the heck are you working with here? Yeah, so hormones. Oh, there's lots of them. Um, where do I want to start? So mm, mm, where do I want to start with that question? Mm. So first of all, how do you test for hormones? It's probably a nice. There's lots of them out there. You have your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone. Cortisol is one I've mentioned. Insulin is an important one. They're all drastically impacting your energy level, your mood, your cycles, your menstrual cycle, your libido, all of it. And so often what will happen is a woman will say, oh, I've, I've gone and I've had my hormones checked right. and I was told I was normal or I was told oh, I'm not in menopause or I'm not in perimenopause, whatever right. it is. So first of all, my question is, who did you go to, right? You can't, we can't ask people for directions to places that they've never been. And so in the program that I run, which is called the Women's Vibrancy Code, all the women end up getting what's called a Dutch test. A Dutch test, in my opinion, is probably the best way to actually really look under the hood and take a peek at where are the hormones right now. And it's tested through urine and saliva. It's and Dutch. then we can, it's Dutch. Dutch, D-U-T-C-H. Okay. okay. And so what's important is that if you have a Dutch test done, you need to have someone that knows how to interpret the test. And also to be able to step back and look at the full picture, okay? You are not just quantifiable numbers, whether it's from your serum, your blood, your urine, or your saliva to then go back and go, okay, what are you actually experiencing on a day-to-day, month-to-month basis? And just know there are lots of solutions out there from the perspective of your thyroid hormones, your hormones of satiety. If you're going, why can't I lose weight? Why am I always hungry? Why do I never feel really fulfilled? What's yeah. going on with my gut health? Why do I feel disconnected? All of that can go back to your hormones. Right. And so in the midst of the work that we do, I, once again, I don't believe, so first of all, there's a lot that you can do just with nutrition, supplementation, and lifestyle. It does not mean that you have to go on a prescription. Okay. Often for those of you that have been on prescription hormones, in my opinion, they are sometimes doing more harm than good. Yeah. Especially depending on which one you've been on and they have long-term effects on your adrenals. They have long-term effects on your libido and your own body's ability to produce hormones because the body goes up, oh, I've already got it, I don't need to produce it, okay? Right, right. So we go to look under the hood, what's really going on, and how do we address it from nutrition, lifestyle, supplementation, and mindset, right. energy, and releasable trauma? Because sometimes, no matter what you're doing and you're eating the most impeccable diet, we have to, once again, address the roots 
the under the hood cause. And sometimes, believe it or not, it comes from the way that we think, the way that we feel, and old, old experiences that continue to relive that have not been healed. And so in the midst of the work that I do with my team, we're addressing all of it, but we're also looking quantifiably at what is our starting point and um, what's going on specifically with your hormones. Right. Okay, great, great stuff. I didn't know about the Dutch. I'm one of the girls that went to, so my gynecologist gave me a test to see, you know, chest the levels to see where I was at. I was perimenopause at the time or whatever that Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, she was a hormone replacement expert. And so mm-hmm. I've been her many years. And I just didn't want to do that. I just thought, uh, you know, I'm going to just exercise and eat well and just take care of myself that way. So I never did go on anything and I got through it. But everybody's different, right? So mm-hmm. some people have helped. I've had friends who had like an ointment that they put on their wrist and mm-hmm. it really like they were maniacs before they did that you didn't want to be around them and they totally calmed down so i think it's it's for everybody has to check where they're at and how they feel about it and i wasn't feeling like that i wasn't um feeling like that but you know you want to feel good it's a it's a different way to be and it's 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 not fun to go through that so right and it's not about band-aid care i mean you can look at a tree and the leaves are browning and i could take a bucket of green paint and paint the leaves and go there you go they're green yeah but we're not actually addressing well why is it browning in the first place and so the women that i work with are women that are saying i don't want uh, just to paint green paint i don't want just a band-aid i want to actually address the root cause right and so for some it's probably wild yam cream that you're mentioning for some because that's going to increase progesterone for some, it's maybe some bioidentical hormones. I'm not prescribing in the midst of my program, right. um, but I am helping women manage that in collaboration with their provider. Right. But there's also the thyroid, and often women are told, oh, no, your thyroid's normal, but most clinicians are using a, a lab range that is just inappropriate. And they're not ordering the right tests. And so the thyroid can impact so much of that stuff, including your experience with perimenopause, your energy level, your weight, Weight. your constipation, your sleep, all the above. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the lucky ones. I can sleep eight, nine, 10 hours a night every night. So (laughs) I think that helps, right? I mean, I think you're not a good sleeper. That makes a difference. But I I love to sleep. (laughs) I'm the lucky one that can. So I'm so happy for you. Yes, I know. My poor boyfriend, he, you know, he's up all night. Uh, it's horrible. I feel bad for people who can't, but, you know, it is what it is. All right. So how is it different in our 30s, 40s, and 50s? Yeah. So 30s, well, one thing to keep in mind is most women don't realize that perimenopause can start right around age 35. Yeah. But we think of menopause as like, oh, that's in the 50s. Yeah. But really, the change starts to happen right around 35. And I kind of think of it as the the next chapter of puberty. Right. The puberty is initially happening, and now we go into 35. And sometimes it's subtle, where there's little changes in menstrual cycle, or there's little changes in irritability. There's little changes in energy level, libido, that kind of stuff. Right. And then it progressively shifts as our hormones are changing. Um, they're changing in amounts and they're also changing over. So as an example, estradiol is switching more to estrone. Not important for you to know, but from me, from my perspective, knowing a woman's age and how she's feeling as well as how she felt five years ago really helps me in the context of supporting her journey. 
And so then as a woman gets closer and into her 40s, all of a sudden women are feeling a little bit more fierce and a little bit more unapologetic. Yeah. And and a lot of it is is very normal and healthy, but it's also a time where women will kind of take an account of, well, am I proud of the life that I've lived? And are there unresolved aspects of my life? And am I feeling really disappointed? Yeah. And I'm and I'm feeling pissed off at the future that I have ahead of me. And so yeah. we get to get get into that from a hormonal perspective as well as a clarity perspective of well, what is it that you do want? And how do we make sure that the next 10 years really become vibrant and passionate and fruitful from a physiological standpoint, as well as what you're creating in your life, in your relationships, in your abundance, in your finances and all of it? Yeah, it's definitely, especially, you know, being a business business owner is, you know, (laughs) that's enough to kill anybody's hormones. But when I, so this is, and this could be someone else going through it, so I'm going to talk about it, but when I... Uh, through my 20s and 30s, I was on birth control, and I went off it in my late 30s, figuring, okay, well, if I'm going to have kids, I better, you know, do something about that now. And it was horrible. I felt so I didn't feel any of the shifts. I never had PMS. I didn't know what that was. I felt fine. I was a happy-go-lucky girl. And then I went off, and I, oh my gosh, it was the worst. I actually went back on again because I thought, I can't feel like this. It was the most horrible. I was so emotional. I was so all over the place, Mm -hmm. but I can't go off of it. So I got through it and I just worked through it. And eventually it came out of my system, which, you know, was probably not the best thing to do, but it was what it was. And um, so if if anyone's going through that, just know you'll get on the other side of that. It just have to get it out of your system and it was not, it did not, it was not fun. That was the worst part of any of that. But yeah. um, so the that body has to recalibrate. Yeah. Because what happens when you're on hormonal contraception? Because I've been on it for 20 years or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it is so important if you know that you don't want to become pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Becoming pregnant when we don't desire it, not a good scenario. Okay. So I'm not opposed to contraception. But what happens when you're on hormonal contraception is hormones are like a lock and key. Yeah. There. So you have a lock and key. And if that receptor is filled, the body goes, okay, we already have that. I don't need to produce it. So when we're on exogenous pharmaceutical or bioidentical hormones, the body stops producing it themselves. What they're also finding is it sends the adrenals into hyperdrive and cortisol ends up being produced all the time. So cortisol is the hormone of fight, flight, or freeze. Right. So women on contraception don't even realize it, but they end up in this hyperdrive cortisol production and the adrenals end up getting totally out of whack. And now the liver is addressing the metabolism of the hormones. So then when someone goes off of it, some feel great. Some go through a real transitional phase because they have to detoxify. Yeah, They have to give the adrenals some love and care, give the liver some love and care, but also give the body time to actually go, oh, wait a minute. Now it's on me. I have to produce this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it makes sense. I mean, you know, I think about it more now as an adult, but when you're, you know, younger, you just kind of, okay, I'm going to take this because, you know, so it was, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about that. But um, so what can we do to support our hormones? Yeah. Well, lots of things. We've already talked about a lot of them from a diet perspective, hydrating well, eating a, a high anti-inflammatory diets, fruits, vegetables, and berries. You're never going to go wrong. You know, there's been so many diet crazes, like just eat a lot of produce, ideally half your plate. Okay. The beauty of produce is, is you're getting a lot of fiber. You're getting a lot of color, phytonutrients, antioxidants, but also there's something called phytoestrogens that often come from the plant kingdom. So things like 
uh, wild yams, ground flax, primrose oil, anyway, uh, quality soy. And so those can be things to integrate into your body to help your overall hormonal well-being. Um, taking care of your gut is important. So in my world, I would love an anti-inflammatory diet. For some women, I really recommend going dairy-free and gluten-free, sugar-free, if that works for them. And then we figure out um, a lifestyle that doesn't add anxiety and add stress to their life. Eating a diet rich in probiotics, such as sauerkraut, kombucha, yogurt, kefir, miso soup, tempeh, those types of things are going to help your overall gut microbiome. And our gut is where the main production source of a lot of this stuff, okay? Our serotonin, 90% of it comes from our gut. And that's the feeling of happiness and connectedness. Um, it's the second brain. It's where our immune system exists. Right. So really caring for the gut. I've mentioned adrenals. I talked about, I, I mentioned cordyceps as an adaptogen. Adaptogens go in the body and they help the body better adapt to stress. And they're really good at supporting the adrenals. And so particularly for women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, as the, the ovaries slow down and stop producing the hormones, it's the adrenals that take over the brunt of that exercise, of that effort. Right. And if the adrenals are like, I got nothing for you. I'm already exhausted. You've been working me to the bone. You've been on contraception all your life. Sorry, you're yeah. on your own. Then yeah. women's experience of menopause is really hard. Yeah. On the other hand, if we're caring for our adrenals, then our body does better. We have a better immune system. We have better hormone production. We have better clarity of thought, a healthier gut. And so bringing in adaptogens can be one of those simple things I, I like women drinking adaptogen elixirs each day, and I have free adaptogen elixir recipes if anybody wants those. Um, what are adaptogens? I can't even say it. Adaptogens? Adaptogens. What yeah. Are, what are so those? some examples that maybe you've heard of would be ashwagandha, reishi, chaga, dark chocolate, green tea, um, makuna, shatavari. Um, they all come from the mushroom plant and herb kingdom. And what they do is they go into the body and they help the body better adapt to stress. Okay, so some are great for immune health. Some are great for energy. Some are great for sexual vitality. And so when you look at the free adaptogen elixir recipes, I have a few of them there. And so you're adding in your adaptogen, your protein source, your fat source, your hot beverage, and it becomes that like mm, feel good hot cup of tea instead of coffee. Yeah. But it's actually serving your body and healing the adrenals at a very foundational level. Um, That's nice. You, yeah. So you mentioned not having dairy, but you mentioned having yogurt. What? Mm -hmm. How yeah. does that work? Yeah. I love yogurt. I don't have. I don't eat dairy, but I yeah. love yogurt because yes. I like to mix berries and nuts. Yes. I don't eat it because it falls into my dairy category. So talk about that because I'm interested. Well, so the, so first of all, dairy can really wreak havoc for some on their hormones, as well as their gut health. It's very mucus producing. So, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say for everybody to cut out dairy, but for a lot, even if you just try a month and see how you feel. Yeah. For yogurt, there's lots of dairy substitutes. You can get great coconut yogurt. You can get nut milk yogurts. Okay. For some, they'll take out cow dairy or maybe yeah. all dairy for a month and then reintegrate sheep and goat. Okay. Um, Redwood Hill Farms goat yogurt is really good. It doesn't have a goaty smell. It okay. doesn't have a strong goat flavor. Okay. And so for some, like for me as an example, my body does not handle cow dairy at all. 
I feel toxic. Yeah. It's upset my GI tract. I feel grumpy. I don't sleep well. I like, I get bloated. It's very clear. Hurts but my I, joints. I noticed when I stopped dairy, my joints were so much better and my sinuses were so much clearer. So yeah. Yes. Difference. Yes. And so maybe for you, you could try like there's a sheep Manchego cheese. There's the Redwood Hill Farms goat yogurt. Those two things might be things that you could try again where you're like, oh, I can't have a cheese that actually tastes good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't have a yogurt that's actually a yummy yogurt. Yeah. Um, I have so- a friend that stayed with me this weekend. She was uh, she's vegan. And so she was giving me all these substitutes that I could take that. And I was like, OK, because I miss you know, I miss having cheeses sometimes. Like once in a while I do if I have a slice of pizza or something, but that's so rare. It's not something I do daily. So, um, yeah, yeah so that's, that's really great. Yeah. Okay. So loneliness, well, let's talk a little bit about loneliness. I know a lot of people have gone through this re- recently because of the COVID and being locked down by themselves. It seems like a real thing out in the world these days, obviously. And so what are your thoughts on loneliness and connection? Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's very real right now in particular. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I love what Brene Brown says. I think it's in Braving the Wilderness where she talks about how much in our society we've kind of sectioned off into like being around people that are more like me. Right. Like, they think like me. They were vegans. We're gluten free. We're politically aligned. We're religiously aligned. And we would think that that would create a stronger sense of connectedness because they're like me. But what she says is we actually are more lonely than ever before. And so, and she also says you can't hate someone close up. Yeah. And so I'm a big advocate of remembering in trusting that everybody has their best intent and everyone wants to feel accepted and seen and loved and appreciated. And we're all just doing our best. Even that person that's doing something that infuriates you and you totally disagree with them politically, let's say, but we now live in a society where we, the fight, flight, or freeze response. Let's say you're being chased by a lion. The body responds with fight, flight, or freeze. Right. The reality is we are all in fight, flight, or freeze pretty much all day long. The news is playing in the background. We're walking out the door wondering, do I have to wear a mask? Am I going to be accepted? Do Am I still going to have my job? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Um, is there tension in, within my community? You know, and... And because of that, we, our stress level is elevated and we're feeling more disconnected than ever. So what can we do? I think the first place for me that I start with is we have to do work in connecting with ourselves. Right. And connecting with nature. I think there's a lot of value there and it can be simple things, even if you live in a big metropolitan city. And then, you know, I... I I'm partial. I've worked with 20 for 21 years now with women and I've heard their stories over and over again. And I'm a big advocate of women need other women to talk to and a safe space for these conversations to take place. Right. So in the midst of the women's vibrancy code, you know, we have all of the resources to support women individually, but there's also group calls every week where you get to actually feel seen and go, Oh my God, I'm not alone. And I feel supported and I'm not the only one experiencing these feelings of loneliness and feelings of disconnection and anxiety and deep, deep sadness because they're very real. 
And there's a lot that we can do once again, from a physiological standpoint to address dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin, which are all hormones to really help you feel connected and feel ecstatic and feel loved and feel seen and feel happy. Yeah. It's super important. I am a member of a couple groups and I've been a member of this women's group for I think 10 years now, it seems like, but, um, and they're great. Like we, it's a business, you know, it's all about business, but we know each, we've known each other for so long now that sometimes we do happy hours. We, they're virtual now, but we used to do them live, but we're going to go back to live. But, and you know, we just, a lot of us talk about our boyfriends, our husbands, our wives mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and we just get involved in our personal lives to help us because it's not just about business. You know, you, you got to keep the, your, your mindset in everything that you do is so important. And I mentioned this a yeah. lot and, you know, I have a lot of people in my Facebook group that are just starting their businesses. And so, um, it's really stressful and feeling lonely now. A lot of my friends, I have, you know, single friends and they've been alone through all of this, this last year, but mm-hmm. the important thing is getting groups where people can support you and you don't feel alone and get out there now because people are starting to get out, right? So even if it's virtual and you're not feeling comfortable yet, get on network and get involved with people and talk to people because that's the best way you can do. And just do things, something, you know, for yourself that you love to do, go out and do have a walk. I'm lucky to, uh, you know, live in two places where I can be on the water, you know, most of the time, but also I live across the street from Central Park in New York City so I can get out and it's nice. So even just, you know, getting to a park and walking or doing whatever that is, getting up with nature, like you said, is really important. If I'm feeling stressed, I do a walk. I feel so much better, you know. So true. And take your shoes and socks off and actually feel your feet. I'm a big advocate of barefoot walking. I know you go, wait, what? No, seriously, barefoot yeah. walking. There's a lot of research that shows benefits to it. Yeah. Um, and um I'm yes to all of the networking, yes to all of the connection. And I also feel like it's important to create those kind of intimate yes. bubbles where we can talk about the things that are often considered taboo. Right. right. And it's one of the things that I hear from a lot of the alumni that I've worked with is they go, I've said things out loud in this space that I've never said out loud in my entire life. Yeah. And to, to find a space where it's safe to really speak out loud your heart's desire. Um, our thyroid exists here. Right. And did you know the most prescribed medication for women in the United States is levothyroxine, which is thyroid hormone in synthetic form. And I have lots of beliefs around why that is from an inflammatory standpoint and what's called the HPA axis, which I'm not gonna go into now, but I also think we have to speak our truth. Yeah. And for many women, we are so good at caring for all others and when we start actually speaking our truth from a kind of more energetic standpoint, I see shifts in women's thyroid along that journey. And so creating that safe space, finding the safe space um, amongst women, which is unique because then you have all the dynamics of how women are with women. Yeah. Um, I'm anyway. so lucky. I have amazing girlfriends that I've had for many, many years and I can call them and tell them anything and there's no mm-hmm. to find friends that and people that will not judge anything yeah. that happens, you know? So yeah. uh, you've got to have that support. I could not get through life without that. There's so, it's right. so important to have my friends and yeah. my family, but mostly, you know, my friends, my girls are the, 
the ones like, and I have guy friends too that I can talk to about stuff, but yeah. you gotta, you gotta have the people that trust you that, that you can trust. Right. And I'm so happy that you have that. What's sad is most women don't. I know that's sad. I mean, you know, women are critical. I mean, that is, you know, we, they can be a little critical and, but you got to find the ones that are great. And I'm very lucky to have that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a great community to have. So, so speaking of community, I know that you are, have something that you want to offer on my community here. So yeah. let's mm -hmm. talk about that. Yeah. So two things that I'd like to offer up. One, I spoke to, I actually spoke to both of them. One is the Adaptogen Elixir Recipes. The other one is the workshop. Okay. Yeah. So the Adaptogen Elixir Recipes, if you just go to MariahBrown.com, Mariah is M-A-R-A-Y-A, MariahBrown.com. Yeah. And um, you'll see the pop-up and you can get the free Adaptogen Elixir Recipes there. Use them, drink them all day long. That's great. Like, I'm going to yeah. check them out for sure. Yes. The second thing is uh, the workshop that I have. It starts August 16th and it's my opportunity to overgive. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's called the Vibrant Life Workshop. And in there, we'll talk about how to instantly um, increase your energy, libido out loud, feeling passion for your life, your lover and yourself, how to unlock the code to deeper connections and also demystify emotional and hormonal stability and actually recognize yourself in the mirror. You'll have concierge support every step of the way. Ask your questions help support your journey. We're all, I'll also send out the workbook. I think Annette does a very similar thing. It's such a fun thing to do. I just love it. it. I'm getting so I did one, um, let's see, when did I do it? I don't know, a few months ago, but I'm so busy. My business, thank God, is so busy right now that I haven't had a chance to do another one, but I'm getting the bug to do it again. And I have so many new people in my Facebook group who I absolutely love and adore. And I'm so happy that everybody's there that, you know, are wanting to start a new business. So it's time for me to probably do another one, but I'll have to, I'm getting ready to do it. I'm going to do something a little different this time, I think. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. So you don't get to shake it up, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Change. I am a big, big advocate of change. So yeah. for those of you that are feeling exhausted, feeling like you need support with your hormones, feeling like you need support with your libido, your passion, your vibrancy, you get to just hop on. So the yeah. MariahBrown.com forward slash the vibrant life. You've got the link. And um, it's free. It's just an hour a day. Lots of women go, I don't have time for that. Listen, you get to watch it in your own timing. You'll have nine days to catch right. up. Yeah. And there's, there's you to serve you. You'll yeah. have, so if you can't make it at the time that she is hosting it live, you'll get a recording so you can watch it then. So. Right. Exactly. And even for those that aren't in Facebook, we've got a solution for you there as well. I guess this is being live streamed in Facebook. So everybody here is on Facebook. This but. is LinkedIn and Facebook. So. Okay. So yeah. all you LinkedIn people, I'm not on LinkedIn yet. I need to get over there. Oh my God. Uh, you have to get over there. I have like 10,000 people who will follow me. So I need to, it's definitely yeah. on my to-do list, but I like you um, have a lot of clients and a lot of women that I serve and, um, it's fun work. And so, you know, there's always the things that I look forward to doing down the road and maybe that will be next quarter. Yeah. And for now, um, I just, as a women's health provider and with Beyond the Red Tent, I have vetted women's health experts for years that have online programs to support women along their women's health journey. Yeah. And I honestly, truly, I mean, I have personal bias, but I have never seen something as well-rounded and all-inclusive is what I'm providing because we have a team approach. 
Yeah. And so you'll get a taste of it worth the workshop. My mindset coach will be in there. The sexologist will be in there. I have a functional nutritionist. She'll be in there. That's fun. And we just get to pour into you and um, you yeah, get to work I'm going to pop in for sure. I'm a little busy that time because I have a golf outing, a wedding, a company retreat, training, a team building retreat. I got a lot of things happening, but I'm definitely going to pop in because I'm all, I love to learn about nutrition and yeah. take care of ourselves. So I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and just pick your day. Maybe you'll choose one and you're like, I'm just going to make sure I watch that one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to come in when the sex person's in there. <laughs> oh, that's kids juice. There you go. I'm coming in on that one. All right, my love. Thank you so much. This mm -hmm. has been so great. Great information. Hopefully we've helped some people out there and uh, check out her workshop, Mariah Brown, M-A-R-A-Y-A Brown.com, The Vibrant Life. And The Vibrant Life is also a Facebook group, right? That's where they join? No, the the first you just go to forward slash The Vibrant Life. Okay. Once you sign up, and then you, they can get you'll go into the Facebook group. And we will email you your workbook and you'll get a free handout that's foods for hormones and, and you'll get the free adaptogen elixir recipes that way as well. So once you sign up for the workshop, I got you covered. Okay, great. All right. Christy, remind me to sign up for this. Christy's my, <laughs> Christy's not here. She's helping. All right. Thank you so much, my love. I'm so happy to talk to you mm -hmm. and you guys, thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next week.